wonderful people. Lovely to connect with you in this way. How are you doing? I notice as I start speaking that I almost feel like we're in the same room, we're gathering live and I'm inviting you to circle up and make yourself comfortable. At the moment I'm feeling lightly sedated in a subtle way, but I have to say not in a bad way, it feels nice. It's the influence of our plant friend that is traveling with us in this episode, Hops or Common Hop. Last summer I journeyed with their energies for a while. I had a garland of hops hanging above my bed with the flower heads as well. And I'm recognizing the, the same feeling again, like a deep brain rest. At the time it was really helping me with quieting the overthinking, the chatter that was going on in my head. So I don't know where you are, where we are in this moment, but this energy has to do with the plant spirit message of this episode. Speaking to you whenever you listen to this and is tuned in with to assist us in the period surrounding the full moon of the 22nd of August. This is about the time that the female flowers of hops are at their peak. I just had to check that in my info, but it's lovely how the plants come in at exactly the right time and that I don't have to arrange for this myself. A magical feeling every time I find correspondences that I didn't plan out with my thinking brain. Yeah, so again that thinking of ours present here at this time as a theme. What image Hobbes came in with immediately is their winding stem, growing, climbing, rising up. At first I thought it was Ivy that was stepping forth because of this rising growth motion. And the interesting thing about Hobbes' image was they show themselves rising up, spiraling, but in a double helix, like our DNA. Now Hobbes is known to wind itself right, like the sun, or clockwise. So I started to wonder whether there was a left winding Hobbes. Maybe the female plant, because you have a separate female plant and a male plant with hops, so they need each other to pollinate, to form seeds. It's a wind-pollinating plant. So I thought, oh, that would be cool if the left-winding hops would be the female plant and the right-winding hops would be the masculine or the male plant. But I couldn't find anything about the left-winding one, so if you do, please let me know. But they, they were persistent in this image and because of it I was drawn to these two qualities. The left being associated more with the feminine and the right being more associated with the masculine. Also in our body. You have these two spiraling snake energies spiraling up. And for me the incoming message immediately spoke about when the masculine and the feminine harmonize, this creates this deep peace or this deep peace settles 
in our brain and the word clicking fit with that like these two qualities have to click together find the right rhythm the right timing together so some sort of balance and when they do a new layer of our human experience opens up which feels like a deep peace in my brain at the moment and when I come to think of it the flowers also actually look a bit like our pineal gland that can be depicted like like this like the shape of a pine cone it looks a bit like that so this is what the message is circling around let's see what Hobbes wants to share more directly about this how they speak to us in this time so I will write that down first and then read it to you I must say to be honest I really just feel like sitting in this silence and enjoying this deep relaxed brain state they say let's but let's do that together just for half a minute or so so yeah Hobbes is saying I invite everyone to intend to drop all their brain activity into nothingness just drop it and let go let's just do that together for a bit Okay, lovely. And here is what Hobbes want to share with us. You feel how deep silence is speaking. How in deep silence there is deep information for you to tap into. I might turn with the cycle of the sun but I'm deeply connected with the moon can you feel that in my presence how I feel as standing under a full moon in the middle of the night my advice to you is whatever actions activities, ideas you are busy with during the day, bring them also into this silent space. This is the key to see with a capital S, whether something is really bringing you uprising evolutionary growth or not. In the light of the moon, things look different, they shapeshift, they show another sight to them. One that remains hidden in the light. If you are looking for truth about something, 
This is the place. Also, are you willing to look at the two sides of everything and everyone? Who or what do you feel compelled to keep in the dark or in the light? Something about yourself that you don't want to bring into the light for others to see. Rather mask it, cover it up. What if this has a function? What does a disability, for example, bring you? Or a shadow behavior, what does it provide you with? And so what is its function? Or an irritation about something outside of you? What is it bringing you as a part of growth? Everything can be used for growth if you want to. Bringing things in the light like this, you might see a different shape. A monster in the night becomes a chair with clothes in the day. Equally, the other way around. If you are attracted by something or someone in daylight, bring it to the moon time. Under the moon, everything is naked. You know, what attracts you, attracts you because of its light and its dark. And what repels you, same thing. Feel the unity if you let this sink deeply. Feel the peace that comes with it. Give yourself this balance by making sure that you have a window of time in silence with your eyes closed or being in the dark. To equal your active state, let yourself get naked by dropping any activity, even if it's for 30 seconds, and listen to the deep silence. The true face of a new adventure, idea, feeling will become evident from this. The deep pool of silence talks like in the dream state in images, archetypal images, a different language. Watch your dreams in this period and walk with the symbols that are given. Let them talk to you rather than trying to figure them out. And as you balance the waking state and the dream state, you will notice how your dreaming also happens during the day and everyday information is accompanied by deep symbolism. Read both and you read life in a whole new way. And this was where their message ended. I feel really curious about a lot of elements in this message and the images that Hobbes gives. When I ask Hobbes about why this is important for us now, like what messages, why is this deeper kind of language important for us to read in this time, they are sort of mysteriously quiet. 
I'm guessing it's also highly personal for us all. So I'm really curious how all of us are going to travel with this and what's going to speak to us. Maybe that has also common themes, who knows? Yeah. I'm going to pay extra attention to this, um, to the reading of this storyline that's underlaying everything. Anything in our normal days can be a symbol, like anything from a bird, a plant, a flat tire, a missing tent peg, a specific word that comes on your path several times, especially repeating signs, colors, numbers, anything. And it's not that you have to learn about symbolism and look things up. Of course you can. But I believe as children, for us to read life more archetypal was very innate. If you were to speak to yourself, like if you were the book for yourself and which says this is what it means, like with dreams or with anything specific happening, what would you say? Anyway, I'm wishing you a beautiful journey with these two languages of life and have a wonderful time under the full moon. Until next time and bye for now.